0: Hey, y'all, producer Drew here. Today's episode is all about arts and drafts. To kick things off, I've invited Phil Blair, longtime arts and drafts partner and owner of Wico Bottle and Beer Garden to talk to us a little bit about his favorite arts and drafts memories and what he'll be bringing to the next one.
1: I'm fairly certain the first arts and drafts I think we didn't even have a stage, there was just a couple bands playing on the floor. And we're like, I don't know, are people going to think this is fun? And then the door opened and there was hundreds of people there. We didn't think it was going to be quite that big. So there wasn't a ton to do the very first one, except stand around and have a Red Hook beer and watch like the three bands we had. But people still enjoyed it. When the, the night gets going and I'm looking across the crowd, like I see a lot of the usual suspects, but then you see hundreds of people that you have no idea where they came from and you're just like, wow, that's cool. Musically, one that stands out is the one we had, the Lumineers, like they opened the show. They didn't even headline the show, they opened the show. And just looking back at that lineup, it was the Lumineers and Shovels and Rope. It was cool to see that lineup. And that was another one that had a huge turnout. That might've been like the record selling beer one. We had the Wigs, like 10th anniversary. Was an Arch and Drafts party, and it was the 21st Arch and Drafts and the WIG's 10th anniversary. And we did Red Hook again. We flew up to Red Hook in New Hampshire and made a beer. Even though it's only three or four different beers, we want it to be diverse styles, sessionable stuff. We don't want to bring any like giant heavy beers. And that, you know, and there's been certain breweries that have stepped up and gotten more involved than others. Highland uh, Brewing, which we've had on tap, but when the wig was around, we, it was on tap pretty much the entire life of that place. They invited us to come collaborate on kind of a small batch beer, and we're gonna go up there this coming Monday. We'll drive up, meet everybody, have, have fun with it, put a name on it, and then hopefully it turns out all right. We've only brewed a few beers over the course of the last 10 or so years with different breweries. They've all turned out good so far, so we'll keep our track record going. The style was a style that us and everybody at the shop loves a so czech dark lager so it's like it is a little bit dark but it's like you know smooth it's not heavy it's not a stout should be great for hopefully november weather.
2: you're listening to binder i'm ray mcmanus Well, I am here with Wilson Bain. What's up? How you doing, Wilson? I'm good. For those of you who don't know Wilson, Wilson is the, um, the striking debonair individual you see walking <laughs> around. Uh, the Columbia Museum of Art, always busy, always moving fast, <laughs> is in charge of a, really a, a lot of things, but your main title is Manager of Engagement, mm-hmm. um, which Sounds pretty cool. Um, uh, sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> very wide Very open. serious. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, best way I can describe it is I oversee all of our public programming. So that includes everything from opening lectures to panel discussions to concert series to things like arts and drafts.
2: So basically any of the programming really that, you know, engaging the community, mm-hmm. engaging the museum, bringing all that together. You've got a hand in it. You oversee it. Mm-hmm. And you kind of make it happen. Yeah. And of course, one of those big programs um, that I think most of our listeners would be very familiar with is Arts and Drafts. Yeah. How long have we been doing Arts and Drafts here at the museum?
3: Uh, We've been doing it for over 10 years. Wow. So I think uh, in 2020, 2021, we should have had our 10 year anniversary. But, um, you know, with COVID, we, COVID. we just kind of skipped that whole party. Uh, so we,
2: <laughs> as <laughs> um, as we all did. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's been over 10 years now.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. And so, um, you know, one of the things that, that has always impressed me is that there's a lot going on, you know, the plaza or the lobby in various parts around the gallery. There's food, there's music, the tours that are going to, you know, mm-hmm. have going around. That's a lot of stuff to put together. How do you how do you how do you do that?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, With arts and drafts, I mean, we tend to start with the art. That's kind of the whole point of bringing you here is to engage with the art in kind of a new way. So usually I start with the exhibition. We try to pull out any themes that we find interesting um, that might inspire us to kind of think about who the best musical acts might be for that particular arts and drafts. And then um, we go from there and we start thinking about community connections, people that might either bring some sort of element of creativity to the program. So, I mean, the best way to do it is kind of give an example. So like this recent one, we reached out to the World Affairs Council. You know, we have a show that just closed and it included several countries from kind of Middle Asia, from like Spain to India, basically. And so we're like, well, you know, World Affairs it was kind of perfect. So we I called up Dixon. Hello. But then we had um an all- women exhibition, so I reached out to FemX. Hello. So that's kind of another aspect of it kind of give it a lot of kind of vibrance and activity. And then we come up with art activities that are relevant to the gallery spaces. You know, there's always a musical component, but we like to try to bring in some sort of other performance aspect if possible. So hmm. whether it's a puppet show or it's comedy
1: so uh it's cool it's cool to be back here at the museum doing comedy we haven't gotten to do this in a while uh we get uh you know we get a purple wristband so i get to drink more than you i guess uh so that's fun and i'm on a <laughs> watermelon sour hi <high>. uh
3: <laughs> or it's you know Recording uh, binder podcast, um, <laughs> um, some other element for people to have these this multi layered experience.
2: Yeah, I mean, and and I think listening to you describe, you know, just sort of what goes into the thought process for putting it together, mm-hmm. trying to make it as diverse as possible, but mm-hmm. but still fitting within a particular exhibit or you know something going on here at the museum makes a lot of sense when you see how rich and diverse the audience is. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I mean, that's always been sort of mind blowing to me that, you know, you, you come to that and you've got an audience of young, old, coming from all walks of life. Some are highly invested in their time and their, you know, and their knowledge of art. Some it's the first time they've ever come to the Columbia Museum of Art. Right. Um, mm-hmm. you know, their friends just drug them out here. And, mm-hmm. but, but it doesn't feel like, you know, you're walking into a place and everybody's got on black tie and, <laughs> you know, eating fancy cheeses. It's, um, <laughs> it, it, there's, dare I say, there's an element of fun to all of this. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
3: well, that's what we want. Yeah. Right. Whatever ways we can think of to kind of give them this new access point mm-hmm. to the art and the galleries is always a challenge and always a really fun part to think up because you know, not everything's going to stand out to everyone. Sure. Um, so if I can book an artist that they're really into, or if they find out that this comedian is performing or they get dragged here and they're like, Oh wow, I didn't even know I liked glass sculptures. Like, <laughs> you know, whatever. I think of a friend who came to an arts and draft. She's like, I'm not really into art. And I said, well, that's ridiculous. You like TV and you like, you know, right. you know, yeah. whatever you like. And um, so I was like, we're going to find you something. So I walked her through the galleries and she loves a chandelier. Mm -hmm. Um, Shout out to Claire in in Florida. (laughs) 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 She loves that chandelier that's up in uh, the collection galleries. And that's just one example of how arts and drafts can just be an access point for people who may not think of museums as a place they want to go to and hang out. But, you know, you get them at an event like that and they realize that this is a place for me.
2: Right, right. Do you ever worry about people having too much fun?
3: I let our facilities uh, <laughs> team worry about that. Um, we had on uh, the last Arts and Drafts, we had the lead singer of the closing band um, jump in the fountain. <laughs> um, and they weren't too thrilled about it, but it was exciting. And uh, people loved it. You know, um, He jumped in like three times. And then uh, we had the band Flippants here a couple of times back and he brought a birthday cake with them. I'm not sure if it was England's birthday or not. And he set it on a table and jumped off a ladder onto the,
0: onto the cake.
3: <laughs> and um, that was unsanctioned um, activity, but it was exciting and it was memorable, you know, and like people absolutely remember that. But that same night we had Pylon Reenactment Society. They're from Athens. they were yes. around the time of REM, like mm-hmm. early REM b-52s and they were in the same touring circus as those guys oh yeah and they were here performing and that was amazing and there were a lot of fans here yeah and you know folks that like probably wouldn't have come otherwise right we're here to see pylon and that was really cool
2: yeah yeah anybody who knows anything about post-punk at all if you don't know who pylon is then you don't know post-punk yeah (laughs) Um, um yeah and i think to that i mean so when you're when you're thinking of bands and you're thinking of is that an intentional thing do you look for local do you look for regional um, yeah
3: we um, always think locally first and, and you know I look i look re- locally regionally and with jive talk who <laughs> jumped in the fountain they're out of nashville hmm. so i stretched out a little bit farther they were someone that i saw and i, I just immediately thought these guys would be awesome at arts and drafts and so i reached out to their 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 team and um, we got lucky and ended up booking them So uh, I try to start with that kind of like, quote unquote, headliner act. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I try to pick something that's going to match that, that energy.
2: Do you get feedback from them when afterwards do they, do they really like the experience here at CMA? Do they like uh, Columbia? I mean.
3: I have. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I haven't got any negative feedback from the (laughs) artists. We got Um, great
2: fountains. (laughs) Yeah. We
3: got great fountains. Um, You know, I get, a I get good feedbacks from, from folks that are out of town, but also from, the people that are in town that are performing, it's a good audience, you know, yeah. a really engaged audience. And if they bring it like people really react to it and it's exciting for those artists. So, they, you know, I get a lot of great feedback from them.
2: So not only not only the, is there music, but obviously there's food, there's drink. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that come about? Because I, I would imagine you've got to organize all of that part, too.
3: Yeah. So luckily we have a good partner in um, Phil Blair. You know, it was the WIG for a long time and now it's WECO mm-hmm. that are um, kind of our partners in this. So they handle all the drink aspects, which is a huge weight from us because, yeah. you know, that's uh, that takes a lot of work. So they organize all of that. They pick something special for each arts and drafts. And then we handle um, booking the food truck. So. I wish that um Smoky Logan still did those wings at events, man, because like we'd have them every time. But um <laughs> but you know, anything from a pop-up um kind of tent situation or a food truck that you might see at Soda City Market. And we try to th- I try to think about like what's relevant to the exhibitions again, even in the food. We try to have a diverse set of business owners too. So, you know, not kind of have like one brushstroke of of food vendors, you know, we wanna pick certain ones throughout the community that represent the people that are going to be at the event, so you know, always having a vegan option or something too. Like we want to make sure that everyone has something to eat, you know, everyone has something to drink, even if it's not alcohol. And really think through those details. And it's funny, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like we do a lot of fun stuff here, and those little details mean a lot when it's executed properly. That's right. And most people don't think about the small details, but when when you hit the mark. It makes all the difference. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like if I don't take my job seriously, then, you know, I shouldn't expect anyone else to take it seriously either. You know, so exactly. So I take all of that stuff like really seriously and I I want it to be done right. And I want it to be a good experience for, for everybody that walks through the door.
2: Well, yeah. And I think that's that's, you know, one of the things that I think you can clearly see when you look at the audience, whether they are six years old or 60 years old (laughs) we had a lot of kids this last one (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's um yeah i can see a lot of kids out there you know um so (laughs) they're all happy um and and you're right i think it's paying attention to those small details knowing that if you can provide as much as you can for as many people as you can Mm -hmm. um and there's so many different tastes and so many different things that people are you know want or require and so trying to provide all of that as tiresome as that could be, mm-hmm. you know, and it's probably sometimes maddening, because um, I'm sure you've probably had in the planning, you know, a particular food truck couldn't make it or, Oof. you know, right at last <laughs> minute or, yeah. a, you know, a band couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that you do all of that, uh, Wilson, is, is fantastic, man. And I think you can see it on all these smiling faces here. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to picking their brains. I want to know. I want to know what they think. And just a bit. We're going to be bringing folks uh, in, um, Mm. you know, the audience. I don't know what state of mind they'll be in, Um, bringing them in and asking them about their experience. Um, So I'm really excited about that. Nice. Um, But before we, you know, before we 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 take off into that, when is the next and Drafts?
3: The next and Drafts is on November 10th, 2023.
2: My birthday.
3: Is it your birthday? Yeah,
2: my birthday. All right.
3: We'll put you on the guest list. (laughs) Please do. All right. Yeah, November 10th. Uh, it's a Friday night, like usual. And um, it'll be during the Alexander McQueen and Anne Ray fashion and photography exhibition that's going to be here in the fall. So, you know, we're kind of floating ideas right now. We're thinking of maybe some pop-up fashion shows. We're thinking of kind of ideas around, maybe we don't have the three bands like we usually do. Maybe we mix it up a little bit and end the night in a different way. I'll let that kind of, that's still cooking. So I won't say anything about that, but you know, um, just thinking of a unique way to celebrate this fashion exhibition while still bringing the same energy that we always do.
2: But that I think goes back to earlier part in this conversation. I mean, we're talking four months out, and you know, and you're 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 planning this stuff now. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, because it does. It takes time. It takes time to line all that up. Yeah. But it does. I think explain why the culminating event is so good um because it of all that planning and, and all of that work and i'm sure a lot of times it's it's probably a little thankless um <laughs> well, probably, thank you thank you <laughs> probably the the, you know, I would imagine at least uh, up to the moment when things start to happen, you know, so it's a little nerve wracking walking around, making sure everything is all the I's are dotted and the T's mm-hmm. are crossed and uh, nobody's pre-gaming too much. Um, but, uh, you know, Arts and Drafts, is, it's, a, it's, it's a lot of fun, but it is truly, I think, such an important aspect to the mission of, of mm-hmm. the Columbia Museum of Art. Thank you, man, for all that you do to oh, put dude. that thing together. Yeah,
3: thank you. It's yeah. fun is I get a lot of satisfaction out of an arts and drafts. I love seeing people having a good time and you know, I'm not the only one working on arts and drafts. We have a whole staff of museum people out here like Mm -hmm. making it run. We've got everyone from check-in to security to gallery attendance to everyone on, on the education engagement staff is all on board interns, volunteers, Curatorials helping us with lighting. I mean, everything is happening. Everyone's working. So even it is a,
2: an all hands on deck. It's all
3: hands on deck. Yeah. Wow. It's not a sole effort by one person or one department. It's everybody's on board. Yeah. They
2: even put me to work.
3: Oh and our, Even our development. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> our development team—they're working on sponsorships, getting us the funding to so where we can put these things on. And Jessica's out there making banners for us and getting all our signs ready. And uh, I mean, it's literally, literally, everyone is involved in arson drafts.
2: Wilson Bame is the Manager of Engagement here at the Columbia Museum of Art. He collaborates with partners inside and outside of the museum to help create many of the CMA's programs and concerts, including talks and panels, More Than Rhythm and Chamber Music on Main, Family Fun Night, and of course, Arts and Drafts. Coming up after the break, we hear from you.
4: We are gonna do a lot of things here at this Columbia Museum of Art. I know there's gonna be an exhibit for Alexander McQueen whose shoes I'm having on right now in October. <laughs> so we don't come so because we love the art and the fashion.
2: More after this.
0: Hey y'all, you know who it is just thought you might like to know there's more coming soon. You know, more? What? You keep acting like you don't know what I mean. Come on. I'm talking about more exhibitions, more classes, more programs, more concerts, more tours, more art, more podcasts. There's always more at the CMA. See? More. And members get even more than that. More mission, more parties, more benefits than I can name in this ad. In fact, it might be easier if you just go see for yourself because if I have to list how much more there is, we'll be here all day. You can see more for yourself on our website, www.columbiamuseum.org. And now for more of the show. Hey y'all, Producer Drew here, welcome back. The segment you're about to hear is a montage of over two and a half hours of recording we did during Arts and Drafts in March 2023. We've never done anything like this before for the podcast and had no idea how it would go. But wow, y'all really delivered. Let's check it out. what
2: happens yeah we'll just see what happens um, which is pretty much uh you know to our listening audience that's pretty much how we do all of our podcasts we just hit record and see what
0: happens yeah we really don't know uh, what we're doing
2: <laughs> <laughs> well I don't know what I'm doing Drew does know what he's doing because that's why these episodes are under 40 minutes That's <laughs> <laughs> um, but no I think what, what, what's really cool about what I've always thought was really cool about arts and drafts is like You know, if if there is a single um, sort of event that encapsulates the mission of what the Columbia Museum of Art is trying to do, you know, and I mean, it's kind of arts and drafts, right? I mean, no,
0: totally. I mean, before I started here, arts and drafts was definitely one of the things that like brought me into the museum, right? right. As like a young punk kid, because it feels like such an antithesis to like the staid kind of like- Quiet and relaxed space that you usually kind of picture in your head when you think of a museum, and this is like the polar opposite. It's just like a big party with like a DJ and yeah, um, bands outside and lots of beer.
2: So uh, what 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 uh I mean because there's like there's some booths and stuff in the lobby. What what is what's up with that? Yeah, so
0: like every arts and drafts they do, they, we invite a bunch of partners from throughout the community to kind of come in and bring either whether it be like uh some art projects or just some kind of um educational interactive thing and they're selling t-shirts that are special to this arts and drafts you're wearing one right now
2: oh right i didn't Uh, know this was special just to this arts
0: yeah yeah it's uh they do a new design for every arts and drafts so this is uh specifically only for this one It will never be made after tonight. Oh, man. Ever again.
2: I wish I'd have known that before I stained it. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: why I got you a white shirt.
2: You know, they had other colors, but I was like, nah. No, he's getting a white one. I'm going to have spaghetti sauce on it for the night (laughs) something." over. We got somebody. Yay. Hey, y'all. All right. Awesome. Well, hey. We were just talking about um, wearing all white. Like I can't. Like I, I'm. I'm. I think anytime I wear anything white, spaghetti sauce just exactly. finds me. I'm not I don't even know eating why spaghetti. I do it
4: to myself. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't you to wear all You're white. You're so brave. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to be brave. It's, it's just me trying to be brave every
2: day. Uh, is this y'all's first time out at, at Arts and Drafts?
0: Uh
4: Yes. yes, this is my first time at this event, but I have been to the Columbia Museum of Art plenty of times before.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Y'all like it here? Yeah. yeah. It is actually very interesting so far. I haven't been to an event like this in a while. Yeah, I mean this this one's this one's really wild. I mean, honestly, when you think about it, because it doesn't feel like you're at a Columbia Museum of yeah. Art at all, or an art museum of any kind. And you feel like you're at a party.
4: It feels like I thought it would be a bit more formal, but it's really like. Sort of like a homie. Yeah. Feel. Like it's like a really good community thing. This is my best friend yes. of many, many, many years. This is my
0: best friend and roommate, and then this is my, my partner, Bruce. This is my spouse, Hapu. Uh, I, I brought us all here together.
4: Yes.
0: Because James I like to have both of them tonight. together.
2: It nice. Makes me feel happy. Nice. Now do y'all normally come out to arts and drafts or is this, no, this like, is our first this our time. This is the first time. All yeah. right, yeah. Nice. What do y'all think about it?
4: It's great. Yeah. It's the so vibes so are good. Yeah the people had nice well i went last semester had an absolute blast Yeah. Um, i love i volunteered and got to do one of the printing activities that we mm-hmm. had um, and just was like, Daisy, we have to come back. We have to go. She found the one day I don't have rehearsal. Yeah. And said, are you free? Let's go. Mm -hmm, Well, this is maybe like my second or third. I come to the art museum often, but I had to get my girl out here. This is her first experience. Yes, yes. yes. And I recently was telling her that if it's not art, I don't want it. Right. And then she invited me here. And I'm like, yes, this is exactly my vibe, my aesthetic. This is where I want to be, where I need to be. And then we're here on the binder podcast okay. yeah
2: <laughs> see just like that you walked in the door and now we've made you famous <laughs>
4: <explained me>. <laughs> So So <laughs> this was our first show here today yeah. it was amazing i was gonna
2: ask you what did you think about the experience
4: it was just a good vibe everybody yeah. was like they you could tell that the audience is into the arts yes they were listening to our words yeah. Um, their bodies were moving, like they yeah, yeah, were yeah. into it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I didn't grow up thinking that spaces like these really existed very much. I so mean, just kind man. of seeing how that conglomerate comes together in a space like this, it was definitely like a moment where I think we all were just kind of looking out, looking around and be like, oh, this is a real like yeah. a legitimate space for
2: us right now so yeah. it felt real safe and just really open and yeah, dark, yeah yeah and,
1: nice. and shout out to the
4: sound guy Drew. Out,
2: man oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> he got us shout right Drew. yeah Drew. I mean
4: that's one of the biggest things that we you know think about being a band what are we gonna sound like and how's it projecting to the people I mean that's a part of our art not what it looks like mm.
2: that's right but we don't care that's what right. it looks like that's right we want to make
4: sure you feel what you hear
2: so
4: I'm still pretty too. <laughs> we don't look pretty. We wake up looking good. That's, That's right. True.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, what are y'all planning to do for the rest of the evening?
1: Gosh, just walk around and see what's going on. Find people to talk to. Yeah. Awesome. So many interesting things happening here. Cool. Look at some art. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, probably. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, how can you not, right? <laughs> cool. Do you have a favorite?
4: Um, Mom definitely does. I, I, do. I have my very favorite piece of art here. Is the Monet? It's mm. mm. beautiful. What's yeah. it called? You remember the name? Uh, oh, I can't remember the name. No, it's it's the, the beautiful pastel color. Yeah, yes. the pink and blue and green. Oh, that's yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stare
4: there for hours. There were a couple wild pieces. <laughs> like the
2: Monopoly piece.
4: Yeah. I had to get on my phone and look up the guy but after <laughs> after I looked it up I realized that there may have been a deeper meaning from just like what meets the eyes like right. so sometimes you look at something and it's just like you know like I said what meets the eyes but you know. it was definitely <laughs>
2: shocked by you at first yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 that shocked by you makes you actually wishing, like, what she did have yeah. to go into research so Right, it makes you I don't know for me I guess
3: Appreciate the museum a little bit more—the atmosphere, no, the culture, the music.
4: The I would have hunt, never so. seen it if we didn't do the scavenger hunt. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it was um, that we got there because part of the scavenger hunt, the last part of it was like lost and found, so. We went from, like, 11, and then we had to go to, like, 20. So we kind of like, that way you saw, you actually had to see everything. So that was cool.
0: I know, I know. And it's great. You got all this great art. I, in fact, I was just looking at this piece of art out there, you know, took a picture of her and got the Instagram
3: feed and followed somebody. I'm like, who knows what kind of wormhole that's going to lead me down, like following some artists that I just happened to get their Instagram and follow them and go check out some more stuff. Yeah. And and, and that's where you find out, like you come here and you get into like some little wormholes. I've met friends and stuff here. Like this, yeah. this ended up with, uh, you know, practice and jam sessions. Right. And, and who knows? You might have recorded with them, but it... Uh, yeah, it's just kind of fun stuff, man. When you surround yourself with people that are kind of thinking in the same in the same way you are, it's fun.
2: It's it's uh, turning out to be better than I thought. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, there's uh, I have no idea what you've been talking about. I can't hear a thing you're saying. Oh but. man, I've been I've been saying all kinds of crazy stuff. I was telling <laughs> them about uh, I was telling them about the the twenty percent off sale upstairs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, how's it going? Hey. Are you from Columbia? I'm from Augusta. From Augusta, all right, good. Yeah, yeah, Uh, home of James Brown. Uh Yes, Godfather of Soul. My dad
4: used to work for James Brown. Oh, really? Mm -hmm.
2: Wow, that's cool.
4: (laughs) Coming from Houston, it just makes me really happy to see just such a well-done museum. Yes. Um, Like one of my favorite things that museums do kind of across the board, and I'm glad that CMA does it, is like these after hours kind of events because they're just, it's a very different, feel to the museum, which I think is also a lot more inviting to people who aren't necessarily like someone who would typically go to a museum, which like I will gladly go to a museum like any day, any time. I used to live in the mountains up in
1: North Carolina, and so Arts and Drafts is kind of one of the first places in Columbia where I really felt connected. And nice. I feel like it's more similar to the vibe that I had up there. So I enjoy the art. I enjoy the people. And I just kind of like the vibe that we have here.
4: It's... I moved here from Houston. And so it's <laughs> just
1: been like...
2: We just had somebody here just a while ago that just came, that, that moved here from Houston. Um, I don't know what's up with that. Maybe nothing. I mean, I'm from mm-hmm. Northeast Columbia, so okay, could be right, right down the road sort of vibe. Same. Yeah? Me
4: and Danny went to the same high school.
2: Which, which high school did y'all go to? We went to Ridgeview. Ridgeview, all right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I grew up around the Beltline area, the Fair area. I went to W.J. Kennedy High School. Hey. There
0: you go. My mom right. went the Raiders. We still love them. We still- <laughs> that's, that's legacy right there.
2: So you you said you originally, you're, not, you're from originally from New York. Yes. Are you from? Columbia? Or I'm are you? from
4: Jenkinsville, country town about 30 minutes out from oh, Columbia. Oh yeah, I know
2: where Jenkinsville is, yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Nothing to do there.
2: Nothing to do there.
4: Fish, maybe. Maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, how long have you been in Columbia?
4: I've been in Columbia for the past four to five years, something yeah. like that. I was prior military and now gotcha. I'm officially out. Gotcha. So I'm like back in my art world. Nice. Doing what I need to do what I want to do. Nice. So, yeah. I'm. We've both been in all all of the choirs of at USC at Choirs USC. of Carolina. Right. And right now I'm busy with student teaching, so I'm not doing anything else. But you're doing that Celtic thing. Oh, right? um, yes. I'm working on a project where I'm recording a Celtic ballad, a Celtic rock ballad.
2: So what do you guys? What do you guys do besides uh, grad studenting and hanging out?
1: I'm actually a, I'm a teacher. Um, That's what I do for a day job, and then what don't we do? I mean, we're amateur musicians, we're amateur poets, we're amateur writers, we're amateur runners,
2: (laughs) all kinds of things. I actually am uh, getting my degree in school psychology, so I also want to be up in the schools after this is said and done. Uh, God bless you, man. More at like an administrative level, though. Right. But I, I really want to work with kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, I hear, they are our future. What do y'all want to be when you grow up?
4: A uh, scientist. A kindergarten teacher.
2: Oh, good. God bless you. We need more kindergarten teachers, need more scientists. What kind of science?
1: Uh, one that finds, like, asteroids and different planets in space.
2: Nice. Do y'all like art?
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah, do you like to draw?
1: Yes.
2: Yeah? Cool. What do you like to draw?
1: Um, I usually like to draw fiction characters I make up in my head.
2: Those are the best ones to do. Do y'all like music? Yes. yes. Do y'all like the music they've been playing? Yeah. Yeah? It's yeah. kinda loud but fun. Yes. Yeah, have y'all been dancing? Yeah, and
4: the dancing
2: anyway.
4: No. <laughs> yeah. I'm here supporting my sister. She's the DJ Lady Marauder.
2: Oh nice. She's yeah. doing a fantastic job. Thank you. What a <laughs> wonderful mix of music too. Yeah. I mean, I I just heard reading Rainbow. Um, <laughs> I think earlier, um, I think I heard uh, I think it might've been a theme song to a, a soap opera.
4: Maybe know, so, <laughs> I mean, yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, she is fantastic. Thank
0: um, you. Oh. I'm Woo. back in, Ray's breaking the microphone.
2: <sighs> it happens.
0: Uh, we should just release as just like an unedited <laughs> just everything, like the whole two like, hours or whatever. Just
2: just you know, and and we're back. And
0: <laughs> welcome back to Binder Podcast.
2: You know, it was, it was fun. Uh, we've got another one. Good. Hey,
0: hey. come on in. All right, all
2: right, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a podcast. <laughs> Drew is getting people for podcasts. They're scared, but he is making them do it. People are intimidated by him. I know I am. <laughs> All, right. All right. So what's your what's name? In, what's that? What's your name again? Ray. Ray. Yeah. Ray. I'm Steven. Steven. Cool. Yeah, well, we're going to introduce ourselves in just a minute again. OK, no, so don't fine. so don't forget.
4: No, I won't.
2: Don't forget your name.
4: Great to meet you, Ray. I heard you got some accolades and awards.
2: I did. I picked up a couple. Um, I don't still know what to do with them but yeah they said it was the highest award you can get but I looked at it it's really only about a foot tall it's not that high
1: are you uh, proud of yourself
2: um I'm too humble I think to be um, I think my parents are proud uh, I know they're proud because if y'all would have known what I was like when I was a kid I mean it's amazing I even got out of high school and then much less go to college and but a poet
4: it, and a professor yeah
2: mm. So they're like, you know, that's my boy, <laughs> you know? But like, even like my sister still lives out of you know, I grew up in Lexington. And mm-hmm. so, um, and so people will, will, will ask you like, you know, what's your brother up to now? It's like, oh, I mean, he's an English professor at USC, got several books published. Yeah. Like, no, 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 you your brother. Published? Where's your brother? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Congratulations. Thank that's you. Yeah. yeah, you can, you can Google me. <laughs> that's real. That's real. Stop <laughs> playing no, we're gonna, we're gonna get you. the info. We're gonna get that info.
4: What do you think about like, How do you think about the collection of all these different art mediums coming together like
2: this? Um, You mean for arts and drafts or in the museum itself? Arts and
4: drafts, yes.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, I think that is, well, if I dare I say music to my ears. Um, I mean, (laughs) really, I think the best way to experience art is when you have multiple mediums and you're being surrounded by multiple mediums. So, you know, I love music and so, and I love all kinds of music. So to have music going on in the background and being able to, to go to different sort of spots, and, and you know, maybe you don't like this particular song or this particular band, but here comes another yes. band, and they're going to have other songs. Yes. Um, and it's the same way with visual art. I, know, I think when the first time I came to arts and drafts, I was Honestly, blown away by the experience because I, I like you said, I've never been to an art museum that did something like this. Yeah. Um, and when you, you know, you grow up in South Carolina, you start to kind of think maybe. Especially when I was younger, I wouldn't have never, th- I would have never thought that there would have been such a rich, vibrant scene as yeah. what I've seen in Colombia, um, and so much of that I think is punctuated right here. You know, yeah. are y'all digging it? Yeah, I'm,
4: yeah. They yeah. playing my song right now. Oh yeah? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I gotta let you go so you can dance. Yeah. <laughs> she loves to dance. Yeah well yeah have a great time tonight and thank you so much for being on our podcast
4: thank you thank you you have a good evening thanks you too thank you so much. yeah thank y'all nice to meet you nice to
2: meet y'all thank you okay yeah hey we appreciate you we want that book (laughs) we need that book on the way out for real arts and drafts is the cma's biannual block party With live musical performances, do-it-yourself art projects, scavenger hunts, unique perspective tours, beer from Weco Bottle and Beer Garden, and a variety of food vendors, arts and drafts has been a staple of programming here at the CMA for over 10 years. You can come check it out for yourself at the next one on November 10th. One of the things that I remember most when I was in the MFA program and working with poets like Kwame Dawes and, and Ed Madden, you know, I was very much invested in in wanting to be a better poet. And I mean, of course, they were teaching me to, to be a better poet, but they also wanted me to understand the relationship you need to have with the community. Because without community, without gatherings of the community. How do you going to see who your audience is? How do you expand your audience? It would be a much easier thing to you know do zoom, um, do podcasts, do radio, that kind of thing where you're not interacting with with people you're not having conversations with people from all walks of life who who have a, a variety of different degrees in how they interact with art to Very little to none, to, you know, they they devote their entire lives to it. So you need that full spectrum to get a full understanding of, you know, who you're working with, who you're working around, because you want there to be representation of that community. Because every member of the community belongs to art, and art belongs to every member of the community. And so if you have these gatherings, you have these events where we can all come together. No matter what our background, our education, where we come from, where we live, uh, how much money we make, any of those things, it doesn't matter. We're all here about art. And I can't think of a better thing. You've been listening to Binder, a production of the Columbia Museum of Art. Today's episode was hosted by me, Ray McManus, produced and edited by Drew Barron, with special assistance from Joel Ryan Cook. For more information about CMA exhibitions and programs, visit our website at www.ColumbiaMuseum.org.
0: Hey y'all, producer Drew here popping in for some housekeeping. First of all, we want to thank Julia, Daisy, Barbara, Jay Mills, Donna, Jean, Becca, Liz, Liv, Nori, Stephen, Kelsey, Mona, Melvin, Lee, Madeline, Eleanor, Haley, James, Bruce, Q, and Danny, Tatiana, and Corey of Lux Music Entertainment for sharing your thoughts and stories to help make today's episode. Today's episode also featured a clip from a stand-up comedy performance by Topher Riddle, recorded at Arts and Drafts in 2022. Today's introductory segment was with Phil Blair of Weco Bottle and Beer Garden. I asked him to share a little bit about what makes Weco so special.
1: This is what he had to say. It's turned out exactly like we wanted it to. Just a fun place, like a giant patio. We have food trucks every day. 626 Meeting Street, we're right across the river. It's a community space where people can sit down and hang out. If listening
0: to this got you in the mood for more arts and dress, we've got you covered. In the show notes, you can find a Spotify playlist featuring 20 songs by musical acts who performed here at past arts and drafts events. And don't forget the next arts and drafts is on November 10th, 2023. See you then.